And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea, captains, courageous, princes of the universe, ladies who lunch, the conversationalists across the fruited plain, and the people on the wrong side of the tracks, it's Open Line Friday. All right, all right. I have had my bacon and eggs. I'm ready to go here, folks. Here we go. Hopefully you're all set. Did you have your bacon and eggs? Did you have your tossed salad and scrambled eggs? I hear the blues calling. Welcome to the program, folks. We are live from the bunker. This is Friday, open line Friday, where you get to call in, join the call. And we're still debating whether or not we change the uh, days without incident calendar. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking we, we do, but anyway. All right, my name is Jason Hunt. I'm the editor here at Sci-Fi For Me. Glad to have all of you with us. We are broadcasting live to YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Twitch, and Kick, where we have three followers on Kick. <coughs> so there is that. Shout out to everybody who is listening to this as a podcast. We are available on a number of different podcast players. And a note that Stitcher is gone after August. Uh, I believe August 29th or something around there is the last day for Stitcher. So make your make your adjustments accordingly if you are listening to this as a podcast. We've got listeners all over the world, Russia, Germany, France, the UK, Sweden. Good to have all of you with us. Do check out the live video every now and again. And you can leave a comment if you're not here with us live. Or you can send an email live from the bunker at sci-fi4me.com. Join the Discord. And uh, jump in those conversations. There's there's some interesting stuff going on over there. Some things being talked about. So uh, so there is that. All right, here we go. Um, question in the chat about... <coughs> excuse me. Um, are we getting your Indy 5 review? <sighs> Well, okay, let me, um, not yet. I, well, I'll, I'll share a few thoughts, but I'm waiting for Mr. Harvey to see it. I think we're going to try to discuss it on Tuesday's H2O to give people a chance to see it if they want to see it. And, uh, I honestly, how, how do I say this? Well, uh, I didn't hate it, but I don't ever feel the need. I don't. I don't feel the need to ever see it again. <coughs> what ha what what bothers me? What bothers me about this movie is that they told the wrong story. And um, I know with with. Uh, 
Culture Casino is, has been talking about it, and he says the longer he goes out from seeing it, the more angrier he gets. I'm not angry about Indiana Jones 5 because, one, it is to be expected that Lucasfilm, Disney, the Hollywood studios in general... The people that are making these things officially, as opposed to fan fiction, fan films, and, and whatnot. The people who are making these things officially, they are clearly not understanding the material for which they're responsible. I talked about this yesterday with Strange New Worlds and Spock. I, I watched the third episode of the second season, the time travel one. And I, and I said yesterday that, that Akiva Goldsman and the Kurtzman Trek people don't understand Spock. They don't understand Jim Kirk either. Although they've got a little bit better handle on Kirk than they do Spock. But still, I'm, I'm at the point, and I've been, I've been this way for a while. You can ask Mrs. Boss how many times I've looked at her and I've said, I just don't care anymore. I'm at the point of indifference. Hate involves much more emotional investment than I want to give any of these story properties. <coughs> and what they did... Oh, sound is not... Is, our sound is not there on... All right, let me reset the stream. All right, let's see. Is that... Let's see if that fixes it. Road Vagabond Life over there on... The stream over on Odyssey, and hopefully that fixes things. We'll see. Uh, All right. So let me do this. Let me pop uh, pop the uh, link in. But let me let me double check and make sure that the sound is going on Odyssey. Can somebody somebody check Odyssey and make sure that the sound is back? All right, uh, Bianca in uh, Rumble, dudes, good to see, good to see you there. And uh, let's see over in the chat on YouTube, the two of you. Let's see who's there. Cam's there, Keeley's there, Dave's there, Michael's there, Death Angel Shadow there with the Discord link. Ms. And Kronos Godvisen, good to see all of you there. Uh, Kronos says, I'd be more interested in seeing all the unused footage of recent Lucas films than the finished products. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's an interesting point. It, do what? You're, you're good on that. Are we, are, are we, Odyssey's good? Okay. All right. All right. So hopefully, hopefully we're good everywhere. All right. I'm going to put the, uh, I'm going to put the link in the chat. We, as soon as, as soon as Tim has a chance to, uh, to see the film, however it is that he's going to see the film, then uh, we will we will talk about it. Uh, I'm hoping that we talk about it on H2O um, Tuesday. So one, two, three, four, five. All right. So the link is now in the chat. 
for anybody who wants to jump in here and uh, and talk about whatever. Let me let me do this while I'm while we're talking about this because <coughs> Indiana Jones Five right now is um, not doing well. It's not going to. Uh, it's it's tracking right now six uh, seven point two million for Thursday night stuff. And uh, that's less than what Transformers: Rise of the Beast did. Transformers did 8.8 .8 million, and they tracked in for 61, 62 billion, uh, 62 million dollars for the weekend. If the tracking holds, and Indy just did seven and a half, then it may not even cross 60 million for the weekend. And that's that's the low end. Of the projections right now, they were projecting between sixty and seventy. They may adjust that down. I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me, Commander Ed Straker of Shadow, uh, who is a supporter of the Comics Division channel, by the way. Comics Division. Well, I was on there last night. Uh, is Indiana worth your time and money to see it in a movie theater or watch it on streaming service or skip it all together so you don't waste your time watching something better? Well, okay. Let me put it this way. Back in the day, back in the day, we had, uh, there were, there were certain review programs where, you know, the, the, the options were see it or skip it or wait till it's on home theater or, or something like that. If I were to say, if, if you were going to go see this and spend money to see this, and that's your choice, I'm not going to tell you don't. But if you're going to do that, I would say try to get to a matinee so you're not spending as much. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's it's not great. A lot of people are are wondering if it's better than Crystal Skull. I would probably I would sit it's put together better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in terms of structure and, and, and craft. But I would sit through the CGI monkeys of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull before I sit and watch this movie again. I am perfectly fine never seeing Indiana Jones of the Dial of Destiny ever again. I've seen it once. I've, I, that's my that's my responsibility and my obligation here to to share with you my thoughts and reviews and whatever. I don't have any desire to see it again, not because it's bad, not because we're gonna stick it to Kathleen Kennedy or stick it to Disney or anything like that. Not 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 anything like that. This movie does to Indiana Jones. What The Last Jedi did to Luke Skywalker, sort of. Not as bad. Not as badly. Not as egregiously offensive as what The Last Jedi did. The Last Jedi is probably one of the worst movies in terms of how it treats the hero. But the, the way that this sets up the story for Indy, it doesn't, it doesn't treat... Indiana Jones in this movie is in an emotional place that does not get explored properly. 
and I think it's a it's a big it's a it's a swing and a miss for me. It's okay. I'm indifferent to it. I don't hate it. I don't like it. I I'm just yeah, okay, it is what it is. But I'm at that point with everything now. True. I'm at that point with Star Trek and with Doctor Who and with Star Wars and with with, with you know I don't everything. I, everything. I, I I bailed out of Obi Wan Kenobi at three episodes. I bailed out of Willow at three episodes. I don't care. You don't I'm, I he yes. still cares about me. He still cares about the garden. And I think he's okay with the dogs. Yeah, And well, cooking for me. So, at least the important things. I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I mean. It's truth. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh. The thing, the thing is, um, now that she's gone, the thing is, I, I, I am in almost the same place um, that Indy was because I've gone through what Indy has gone through: death of a child, divorce. That is. Directly or indirectly, a result of the death of the child. I mean that that I've been there, and that's the one scene we talked about this last night on on Thursday Night Throwdown over on Comics Comics Division Channel. That's the one scene where Helena asks him if you could go back in time and change anything, what would it be? And he says, "I would keep my son from enlisting," and and that scene right there, Harrison Ford is knocking it out of the park. And it is an emotional gut punch more for me because I know what that character is experiencing in that moment. I know what kind of damage that can do. And that should have been the starting point for Indy's arc in this. And it wasn't. And I think that's a big mistake. Uh, Michael says that was Andre's point. Three different films. He wanted to see Indy's life crisis. I, yeah, well, I don't know that I want to see his life crisis. But um, at, at the very least, see him come back from that. <coughs> because if you sit there and you wallow in that and it's all that, that's, that's a problem. All right, uh, we got calls in the chat, so let's going to add. Uh, we're going to add uh, Stephanie, and we're going to add Michael. Everybody in the chat, welcome everybody. Good to have you both. Hey there, how you doing? Good. Stephanie, I can barely hear you. All right, Michael, how's it going? Hello, hello. Hey. Yes, y'all are on. You're on the air. I know Stephanie's Stephanie's getting a micro microphone plugged in. Michael, what you got? Huh? Hi there. How's it going? Good. Come on, man. Good. Okay, I'm in. Hey, Stephanie, what's I'm up? In. Oh, I just uh, I saw Dial of Destiny yesterday. Yeah, what'd you think? So, oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Well. I have a, a theory that I think a lot of people are having trouble with. Uh, 
the aging issue with Ford. Um, and I think it probably has something to do with he's older, they're older, and they don't want to be reminded of it. I think that's part of it. Um, it could be. I, I, I really do. I really think that uh, he was great. Um, the first part of it, uh, and if I uh, get a spoiler, you can kill me if you want, um, uh, was pure Indiana Jones. I mean, it really was. And I thought the actors that they, they, they chose to play like the regular rank-and-file SS were great. I mean, Thomas Crushman as the uh, SS Colonel Oberst um, was awesome. Yeah. I mean, he was intimidating. I mean, big, mean-looking, uh, and uh, when they, when him and Mads Mikkelsen, who he kind of dwarfs in those scenes they had together, yeah, which kind of shows you where Mikkelsen really is in the scheme of things. He's just a nerdy scientist. Um, were interesting to me. Uh, the second half, I was ready for Phoebe Waller-Bridge to be completely in your face the entire time. <laughs> and I got to admit, Whatever they did to tone her down, they did a good job. Mm -hmm. um, yep. I know uh, people were complaining about the political message. And if you're complaining about an anti-war protest, well, that was the Vietnam War. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're complaining about the statement she made of capitalism, that's the only thing I could think of. Well, uh, and, and the, other th the other part of that, you know, we all go in there expecting not to like her because of everything that's going on outside of the actual story of the movie itself. So she's, yeah, she's yeah. written to not be likable. And so when, yeah. she's, when she says that line, we're right in the middle of a scene where it makes sense that we're, it, it's reinforcing that she's not that great of a person. So I had that, yeah, didn't, that, yeah. that line didn't, but I knew going into it that we're taking that line out of context. It's the same as the whole Batman is a fascist thing out of the blue beetle trailer. We're taking stuff out of context and wanting to make a big deal out of it. But yeah, within the scene, yeah. it actually, it actually works to reinforce that she's not that great of a person. So I thought it was fine. Yeah. I thought, and you know, Indy, um, being kind of lost, uh, retired, uh, in his older age, uh, he, they lost their son. And that does, does at time bring stress to couples to the point where they break up. It absolutely does. Um, and that made sense. And it also gave a way out for Mutt. I mean, look, I, she, Shia LaBeouf has improved himself greatly. Um, but what he said after uh, Crystal Skull came out, it was like, you just dissed the most powerful man in Hollywood. Yeah. He, he, now, he burned a lot of bridges there. Yeah, he did. And, uh, you know, but that was a graceful way for writing that character out and seeing, uh, John Reese Davies, who's literally one of my heart people. I love him. Uh, was fantastic. Um, you know, I wasn't bothered by older indie. I kept thinking about it when I'm watching him, on the horse, uh, you know, and, and doing all the rest of the stuff, there are people complaining about him. They're half his age that can't do 90% of what he's doing. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I look at the value of a human being, no matter what age they are. And Harrison Ford is still a good looking man. 
He's still got it. Um, you know, and I say kudos, give it, you know, give it a break, go see the movie. Yeah. You know, I gave it a 3.5. There were some things I didn't like about it. Um, the, the kid, uh, you could have done that differently when that, that part at the end, um, did we, did we need, uh, that to be a kid through the whole thing? Or could we have, have had, you know, her have a partner that was a pilot or yeah. something, you know, could have been her older um, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I would have probably tolerated it. Um, but when you're looking at her and you're looking at him, that's indie and short round. I mean, through the whole thing, there are echoes of like the, the uh, tuck, tuck chase that's running through the, the souk in Cairo mm. trying to find Marion. Um, uh, you know, they did, there were echoes of things like when they go through that, really narrow passage in the cave and it's just covered with centipedes. I mean, big ugly ones that actually, if they stung you, I've been stung by something like that and it don't just go away and your arm blows up and it's horrible. Um, That actually was the first time since a temple of doom that I almost came out of my seat. I was so grossed out. I was absolutely (laughs) like, you know, but again, and I want, and I, and I hope, you know, Doomcock and everybody understand because I love him so much. She did not take anything away from Indy. She's acting like she's in charge and he was the one in charge. It's only yeah. until he got hurt that she actually had to step up because he was being a weenie. And he was being a weenie. All right. And, well, and see, and that's and that's where I have it's not necessarily an issue, but if you're going if you're going to put him in that emotional place where everything is broken, he's got nothing left to live for, at least in his mind. Yeah. Marriage is gone. Kids dead. Job is over. My career is over. I have yeah. nothing left. That yeah. sh- that should have been the starting point, And we should have made that a lot more uh, of, a, of an emotional hit for him to come back yeah. from during this adventure. He's got to step up. He's like, all right, fine. I got to put the hat on. I got to go back and do this again. And yeah. in the process of that adventure. He finds himself again. He's now, he's back to being Indy instead of Dr. Henry Jones Jr. that nobody listens to in his lectures. Yeah, I and I, you know what, when I think about that, I agree. Um, as opposed to, if I may, if I may, as opposed to the plot of uh, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, where you find a reason to renew your life. Well, it's the same, <laughs> yeah. it's the same not, kind of not, thing. I, I mean, was going to say, similarities there. You're, yeah, you're refining your purpose, uh, or yeah. or you're you're you know you're discovering a new purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's depending on yeah. what it is. But instead, yeah. you got this. You have this gut punch emotional scene right in the middle, and he's got nowhere to go from there as a character. Yeah, we're, and we're then at the to, end, it's Indy. Yeah, and then at the end, when she has to take charge because again he's being a weenie. Um. You know, and it would have been better if he had recognized her, I think. Um, and, and if he didn't realize that, he didn't know that his friend Basil had died. That's how it should have been. Yeah. Then he gets dragged into it. Not, he died a long time ago. He was crazy and all the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Um, which, again, is sort of a, a weird echo of Indy and his father being so obsessed with the Holy Grail. Right. Right. But still, um, I thought it was good. I recommend going to see it. Um, 
I didn't, I, 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 I didn't walk out wanting to beat Phoebe Waller bridge over the head with a wet noodle. <laughs> um, because I, I, I can't stand seeing her. I call her duck face, mm. duck face. Um, which was actually Kristen Scott Thomas's nickname for Hugh Grant's ex-girlfriend in Four Weddings. Duckface. Duckface is here. Um, that's what she reminds me of. But whatever they did to tone her down worked to the point where I wasn't, I, I mean, I didn't walk out feeling like I'd been gutted and hanging upside down in a meat locker at like I did after TLJ. Yeah. Well, you know, and I wonder how much of that and I, I talked about this last night and, and nobody seems to, to want to agree with me. I wonder how much James Mangold is responsible for fixing and, and he sits there and, and tries to make the best of whatever it is mess that they have. Yeah. You know, hey, this is not working. We've got to do something different. We've got to change it. We've got to fix it. Yeah. I've got to, I have a legacy to preserve here. I have a responsibility to Spielberg and Lucas to get yeah. this right. And yeah. I don't know how much that plays into it as far as, you know, all of the reshoots yeah. and the edits and, and the cleaning up. But you go back to that, you're talking about him being a weenie at the end. If we had started with the with with if we'd started with the emotional gut punch at the beginning harder and yeah. him coming back, then you eliminate that 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 piece at the end as well. Because if yeah. he's back, he has this resurgence of well, we're just gonna we're just gonna kick the Nazis in and 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 get this thing done. Yeah, you know his self confidence comes back as he goes through this adventure, and then you don't have yeah. you don't have that stupid ending you know, where she you know clocks him and he wakes up back in in 1969. I mean it, that yeah. that's dumb. Well, it, you know, that was not yeah. done right, I think. I, I, but God knows what else they had. Oh, I know. What the deleted scenes look like. Yeah. What the other cuts look like. I know um, that we were told through um, Sparrow that there are other cuts with the garbage in it. Um, and I think... Mangold probably said, and worse, this is one with uh, the ones where he's uh, killed. Yeah, 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 that one. Um, but I also think uh, Iger said, fix this. I think Iger really told her, probably so. You know, speaking yeah, of I mean, Sparrow, <laughs> let's uh, let, let's 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 show this. Uh, this is Cameron's blog, uh, Cameron Pasha over on Patreon. Uh, this yesterday. Uh, 18 hours ago now, as of uh, this broadcast, it is uh, right now 12.30, half, half, uh, half past the hour. So apparently, according to Sparrow, now let's take this with however much salt you feel is necessary. This is not anything that we can confirm. I'm just going to tell you what Cameron has been told as he's reporting it. Sparrow has told him uh, that Kathleen Kennedy apparently has been put on two weeks leave and her email account has been deactivated. Yeah. Which means a couple of things. If that's true, because he says he used his burner account to try to get to the email and says that it bounced back. So it hasn't been deleted, 
But the fact that it's being been deactivated means one of one of a couple of things. More than likely, they still have to preserve everything for the Karen McCarthy lawsuit. Yeah. And come to find out, somebody is working on a class action lawsuit against Disney. They're looking for a lead plaintiff in this case. I just ran mm-hmm. across this this morning. So yeah. there's that as well. But if the if the email account has been deactivated, that means Kathleen Kennedy can't get in it to delete anything. No. And according to Sparrow, right. <laughs> she's got uh, a two-week paid time off. And Disney executives, what Sparrow is calling the five horsemen of the apocalypse, are at Lucasfilm. And apparently there's a, there's a big audit going on. Yeah. Yeah. So this is... This is kind of if big heap ask, of deal. Who's the, fifth, who's the fifth horseman? I mean, there's... Well, it's five Disney, it's five <laughs> I mean, I, Disney executives, so yeah. we don't have yeah. names for, for any oh, of them, okay. so we don't know. But, uh, yeah, five apparently Lord five Death. Disney executives are now on the premises at, at Lucasfilm, and all day yesterday, apparently, HR was in lockdown for some reason. And all of this is according to Sparrow. Now, let's let's issue the usual caveats. It's rumor until it's confirmed. Cameron is reporting what he's being told. Sparrow could be Sparrow could be, you know, controlled opposition. Who knows? But um, I, I mean, just throwing that out as the possibility. We have to allow for the possibility that this doesn't prove to be true. But I think. I think that Kathleen Kennedy is on her way out because if she if she should be out doing press. Yeah. Um, for for my time in court in court in court corporate. Michael, you're roboting really bad. Huh? Are you there? Um, um, go ahead. Michael? Michael. Yeah. The... It's not working. Yeah, connection's really bad, Michael. There I am. I, I, Are you there? How's it going? No. Yeah? Yes. There you are. Yeah, there. Wait, like I, I said, can... I had to turn stuff off. All right, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. No, Um. what I was going to comment on is from my uh, uh and and you and you probably have too jason um the um you know decades in court dec- decades in corporate hell you know if that's the big one if they've if they've uh de- if they've turned off your email that um well i'm i was never an exec i was never a major executive type of anything but if they've turned off your email that that means that means you're going out the door yeah it's as simple as that yeah. 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 Um, um, or or if you just as simple as that, because HR HR gets the order from um, HR gets the order from the higher up, and they start turning and they start pressing all your buttons to turn everything off. Yeah. It's a simple. So she's um, if that is the rumor, she's gone. Oh, yeah. and one other news tidbit. Um. Earlier today, Valiant Renegade was reporting that uh, one of the uh, one of the major uh, uh, and you know one of the major groups that does investment ratings for uh, stuff had downgraded Disney's uh, uh, had downgraded uh, downgraded Disney's uh, uh, 
rating as, as far as being a st uh, stock to pearl. Oh, okay. Let's take a look here. Let's see yeah. if we can. Because it's right now sitting at $89.42. Which is lower than it was when JPEG was running the place. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah, this is um, June. This is June 29th. This is today, or yeah. this is yesterday. Yeah, not the, uh, CNBC yeah. Disney stock downgraded on growth uncertainty. Now, it's, this this one's behind a paywall. I'll, I'll look and see if I can find something that's that's open. Yeah. But if that's the case, that's that's another problem. KeyBank. Yeah. Yeah. KeyBank is the uh, group that's doing this. All right, let me. See. Yeah. That. Um, here we go. All right. Disney stock downgraded at KeyBank on meaningful uncertainty. This is Alexandra Canal, senior reporter, June 29th. The happiest place on earth may not be so happy at the moment. KeyBank capital markets analyst Brandon Nispel downgraded Disney stock to sector weight from overweight on Thursday, citing meaningful uncertainty as the 2024 financial setup feels a lot like the 2023 setup. Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. NISPL called out five areas of concern, which include stalling direct-to-consumer so, growth, uh, failure to differentiate direct-to-consumer churn, sagging Disney content sales, and material harder reality for moving ESPN to streaming, along with fears that domestic park expectations appear too high. Now, speaking of ESPN, we got uh, we got the thing we got news today, uh, this morning, that they've cut staff at ESPN. Some anchors are gone. They're they're yeah. they're cutting talent now. Yeah, I I have to admit, I'm mystified. They make money on that, but maybe spinning ESPN off to sell it isn't such a big reach, you know. I if there's some, yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm just putting that out there. Um, I have a feeling. Like, I have a feeling Disney's going to have a fire sale on a lot of different divisions. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. they're going to sell. I, they're going to sell. They're either going to sell Pixar yeah, or they're going to fold it into Disney Animation. Pixar's done. I thought they. I thought they already did fold. Pixar well, into. it's 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 still Pixar. It's still itself, yeah. but as an entity, it still exists. But at some yeah. point, either it's going to get completely absorbed, and then Disney Animation becomes Disney Animation, or they're going to yeah. sell Pixar to Apple. Yeah, which I think would make a good. Set. Yeah, it because it you makes know. no it makes no as everyone else has said it makes no sense otherwise because what happens is that you have um, in in the places that are relevant you'll end up having double administrations double uh, double uh, higher ups and stuff like that and what you and again this that's a biz, that's a business thing if you have um, if you have essentially two different departments doing exactly the same thing what they what they do um what they did back in my uh back in my co uh computer days what they do is that they have the two teams get together you have the one team cross train the other one and then what they do is they keep the best they keep the best ones or the ones that are going to cause the least problems about transitioning mm -hmm. um either and then they and then they uh, or the junior members, it, depending on where your real goal is as far as what you want to see out of the outcome, you get rid of the ones you don't like or don't want, and then you just and then you officially fold the the undesired label or name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either yeah. either so, way, I think I think Pixar is going away. Yeah, I I do too. Um, 
I'm not, you know, that whole rumor about Saudi prince uh, leading, he can't afford to buy Lucasfilm for a billion dollars. You know, if you look at his worth on their website, he's only worth about 660 million. Yeah. Um, but if there was a group of investors, and I'm going to say this, this is a theory. When Kennedy and Marshall were out there on the stage with Lucas Spielberg and Ford and Mangold, and Lucas acted like they weren't there. Yeah. They were, uh, Spielberg literally stood there and talked like Frank and Kathy weren't there at all. And I want to tell people, go back and watch the video. I've got the close-ups of it. Kathy is not the one you should look at. It's Frank. Because he looks out at the crowd. He's all proud. And then, while he doesn't try to hide a surprised face, when Spielberg says, John Williams, mm -hmm. he looks like this. And then he looks at Kathy and starts to leave. And he, he basically says, let's go. And she uses George as a crash helmet. And that's when I knew there was something wrong. Because after working in politics and seeing how this goes and watching the same crap going in Hollywood, I can safely say that was a public execution right there. I mean, those two were up there and Spielberg completely, they weren't there at all. Yeah. They might as well have been in London. And... You know, it, it was very, um, that was when I knew that it's, it's like, you know, three days before the 2016 presidential election and the Clinton campaign announces they're not going to have a, uh, fireworks display for like, three hours. Losing. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three days before the election, they announced that and I'm like, they're losing. They know they're going to lose. My husband's like, I don't know. And I go, she would not. She would not do that unless they saw they weren't going to win it. Yeah. And it's better to just act like we're done. We're not going to do this because blah, blah, blah. Make up a story and there you go. Well, and um, I'm, I'm curious to see how this how this thing with with Kathy Kennedy plays out here. If if all of this stuff from Sparrow is true, then we should be getting news one way or the other in the next week or so about yeah, what's going to happen with with her and and her job i would say two weeks because the two weeks is like when i got downsized at the leadership institute um they gave me two weeks to find a job and i found a, a job within a week because yeah. i did hr and and i also i i was doing the job placement service so i got the jobs that were rolling in and I got a job with the majority leader. So I was like, I'm out of here. Bye. You know, yeah. with my almost non, non-existent bonus. Um, you know, and it was, you, you know, they give you two weeks. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of precedent for that. And the whole, she's on paid leave is sort of a nice way of doing it. Um, but I, I, I got to say this after, Looking at the documents I sent you, Jason, mm -hmm. going through that and knowing what a law firm will do to investigate, I got to say that if they're being audited, I think there was probably some illegal activity on Lucasfilm's part with all the money that Hedlund did get. But I also wonder if did Frank also help finance whatever they did with the Acolyte. Interesting. Um, um, just, just because... 
it, it, it occurred to me after the Spielberg thing that you can't find Kathy without Frank. How, how much has he affected her in her judgment with Star Wars? Yeah. You know, so, but um, it's going to be interesting coming out in the next, next few days. Uh, and Iger mm. basically dropping the hammer on a Thursday as her last movie comes out is an Iger move. It's an yeah. Iger. And, and it's consistent with what's happened before since, since con, you know, yeah. when you have, you have the big premiere at con film festival and the early reviews are not great for this movie. And at the yeah. same time on the same day, you know, Galactic Star Cruiser closes. It's done in September. We got all of the stuff getting pulled from Disney Plus and Hulu, and that includes Willow. Everything yeah. dropped the same day. We got all of that same day. And yeah. now we've got this, you know, it's tracking for 60 to 70 million, which was, you know, lower expectations. Now, now it looks like it may not even make 60. Yeah. So, you know, I... Jeff, Jeff Snyder, when he was on the Hot Mike podcast a few weeks ago, he said that there was a rumor going around that that her job depended on Indiana Jones Five succeeding. Yeah, and if we ascribe all of this to back back door, you know, uh, backroom machinations, and Iger's decided that he's done with her, he's yeah. like, he's he's given the trades the okay, and everybody's got the green light to go after her. Yeah. Now that Victoria Alonso's gone. Latondra Newton's gone. Christine McCarthy's gone. You know the senior women executives. And, and Hedlund's gone, or never was. Well, that's that's yeah. the rumor anyway. But she she's not corporate suite yeah. executive. You're talking yeah. you're you're talking mm -hmm. three major executives in the in the C suite gone in three months, yeah. which which indicates that Kathleen Kennedy as a senior C suite executive is not safe. No, so all no. of this lines up, and now if we get this word that she's on two week leave, I think she's out the door. I do too. I, you know, it just, um, you know, it it just makes sense. Uh, you know, the the what happened at cons, uh, the the Spielberg, we're pretending she's not here right now, both of them, um, and the fact that. You know, was it the Ryder Brothers on Cameron's blog said she did do some press yesterday, but yeah. that I haven't seen it. I dug, I dug through. I haven't seen it. It might have been old press, like from a week ago. Um, but I think she's known uh, that she's over, and she, like I think she knew during Star Wars Celebration, and she wanted to upend. John and Dave and Ahsoka, which is why she did all that stuff. Yeah. I have a theory that that Daisy was going to go to Star Wars Celebration to celebrate Kennedy, and instead she got roped into talking about a movie that's never going to happen. I mean, I, I hate to break everybody, mm -hmm. burst everybody's bubble, but <laughs> you can't make seven movies and lose almost a billion dollars, and then when you add three hundred million dollars to make Indy Five, and then add the reshoots, which may be over five hundred million. And it's supposed to, and, and ostensibly it would have to make 2.1.5, no, 1.2 billion to break even. Yeah, You can't make eight happen. movies like that and then say, oh, we're going to do a Ray movie. No one's going to want to see that. Yeah. And don't you forget know? 300 million for the, uh, for the alleged Ahsoka uh, uh, show. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Ahsoka. Well, see, Ahsoka has been stunt on that. Yeah, but Ahsoka, yeah. Ahsoka is not alleged. We we are getting Ahsoka. Uh, the acolyte yeah. is the acolyte's the one where there's a question of whether or not really? it actually exists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's Ahsoka. That it looks good. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I mean, we've it's, got it's footage. Good. We've got stills. We got behind I thought the those scenes. Were just, uh, quote sizzle reels. Pre- no, no, that's that's the acolyte. That's the acolyte. No, that's the acolyte. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but the acolyte. I mean, you've got. Let's see, you've got money apparently coming no, to Leslie Headland. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, 50, acolyte. Yeah, fifty thousand euros here and there. Um, I think she probably borrowed the studio that Andor was using. Um, you know, the, when they got to celebration, the actors couldn't even tell you what the show was about. Yeah. Um, and then the premise that you do find online is so stupid. It, I've read fan fiction that was terrible. That was better. <laughs> um, and you're kind of going, and now it's being sued. And, oh, by the way, they never paid their corporate license fees to companies house in London. So, uh, in less than in, in like three weeks, everything that, that belonged to the acolyte may end up going to the crown. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and that's only like fifty thousand or fifty pounds to pay that off. But that was written up in. Uh, it's called a. I'm going to say a writ of gazette. And it's like, really? You didn't? And we're supposed to. We're supposed to believe this is real. A thousand percent for sure. Um, if it's well, it's a, on it's IMDb. A, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is so, uh, you know. Yeah, um, I did a whole remember, show on that. That's, that's oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, well, you guys remember when Harrison Ford showed there, up on there, Is there advantage in doing that, though? In what? Uh, not, uh, not paying the fee? Because if it goes to the crown, if it goes to the, if it goes to the British crown, then, then what happens is that uh, all you can, all they can comment on it is say, "Oop, we spent money and oops, we forgot." So, how do, would that work in some manner, accounting-wise, in their favor? Uh, no, I don't think it no. does. No, I think it's okay. first off, it's, it's, I'm it's an accountant, but it's, I, I it's, see things like that. It's it's corporate incompetence, okay. and it's it, it, I mean, they they set up shell companies to do their their shows. And you have to keep up with, this is what a producer does. They pay all the licensing fees. They pay fees to, to be able to get permission to film at a college or whatever. And Headland, for whatever reason, didn't pay it the last, in March, uh, maybe earlier. And they put this writ of Gazette out. And I'm like going, oh, goody. So the Crown will get it. And Charles and Camilla sit down with their dogs to watch a show that happens to be in the DVD player puts it on and they get halfway through this as a reel. And he looks at her and goes, Camilla, this is dreadful. This is just <laughs> dreadful. I could just see that happening. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure Charles would recognize what he's watching. I, yeah. Honestly. He probably he, would. He probably look at it and go, what am I, what am I looking at here? Yeah. So. Cause as a star Wars fan, I wouldn't know what I was looking at. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, um, but that's a big deal. If you if you don't pay that fee, and you're supposed to be a, a $250 million budgeted show, you don't pay those fees, you don't pay Karen McCarthy more than $5,000, and we're still supposed to believe mm-hmm. this is a fully funded show. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I, I, just I really want that lawsuit to go to discovery. I know it's not going to, but I really no. want it to. And, and you know, it could very well be because because there's the lawsuit, you lock down Kathy Kennedy's email address because, he, you know, you have to preserve all of your documents and whatnot. That yeah. could be a precursor to whatever that process is for the lawsuit, too. Yeah. So, yeah, besides, yeah. Well, besides whatever case they're going to make to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy and say, OK, you're done. You're retiring now. Yeah. Thank you very much. See you. Bye. Yeah. They have to preserve. Away. Yeah. They have to preserve everything for the lawsuit. Yeah. And it's, so. you know, it, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I think you could probably go in and probably find uh, Headland's deleted emails. Okay. I know some stuff. I know why we know why she's gone from Lucasfilm. Um, and if you find anything where Kennedy is telling her, get rid of McCarthy. We need to keep this in house. They didn't give us the go ahead. I'm still going to do this anyway. Yeah. F them. Um, I could see them doing that. And that would be, I mean, look, Iger could say, we told you not to do this. You brought this woman in after we told you not to do this. Then you went and told her after two weeks that she wasn't wanted and she lost not one job, but two. All right. What exactly were you two women doing? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, and I'm sure he may have even said that to her already. Uh, but my, my um, opine is I think Kennedy's going to get it from both sides, from McCarthy's lawyers and Iger, because uh, it's like you look at her and go, you're, you actually believed your own press. So you didn't work. Because you thought what they were saying about you was true, mm. you know. Well, and and we've had we've had this situation before uh, when Iger was was the boss pre Chapek, where we get projects that get announced and and then they some of them go forward, some of them don't, and the yeah. speculation at that time was that Kennedy knows something or has got something on somebody or whatnot and makes these announcements ahead of getting approval from Iger, basically putting him in the corner and committing him yeah. to something he doesn't want to mm -hmm. do. Yeah. But in order to in order to be, you know, let's present a united front, he gets, you know, he, he's like, oh, yeah, we're very excited about all these projects and whatnot. And, and, yeah. and behind the scenes, he's not happy with her. Yeah, and well... I would imagine yeah. they probably had more than one come to Jesus meeting. I, I well, with regards to the um, with regards to the uh, going going off and making those uh, spending decisions and that, I think um, that should give them sufficient uh, that should give them sufficient cause to basically um, dump as much as they can on her. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Except for, except for, except for, I was going to say, except for the outright finan uh, financial problems that might have that might have been going on uh, with JPEG or before JPEG, with um, whatever was going on, whatever was going on with uh, all of that, um, all of that uh, cryptocurrency or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the FTX um, stuff. That was, yeah. Right, and then, and then what will happen is that it'll be uh, for. Kennedy, it'll be clean. It'll be basically, it's one of those, I wash my hands of you, unless they can truly find some email 
during um, during uh, discovery or something like that, where they can say where they can go and say, but no, but no, Bob told me to do this. Or well, you know, like, see the thing the, is, the rumor remember was the tactic was to get her uh, to hire was to hire that one uh, woman so that to prevent her from going off and uh, and making a competing uh, making a competing product. Well, would she? I don't know if you're talking about Leslie Hadland. No, 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 no. Uh, the 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 woman that the the one woman that was uh, lost t- two jobs that she got hired. Yeah. Oh, Karen McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, Karen McCarthy. So what happened? So what happens is, but she, but what happened was that because of the time frame, uh, the rumor, at, if you recall, during that was that. Uh, she got that she got the that they hired McCarthy and then what happens is that they basically um they basically held on to her just long enough to uh, make her not be able to accept the uh competing offer that she was getting to do another show yeah the apple then, the apple yeah. job yeah the that show was called for, sugar and it starred Colin Farrell Mm-hmm. Um, so now, so now she's out without the two jobs, but it was a, but the uh, allegation is that it was a tactic, uh, similar to the hush, to having the hush money jobs of, you know, hi, we're going to hire you as a consultant or do this and that. Oh, well, look no, at that. that's, that's not, NDA. that's not what yeah. the lawsuit is. The lawsuit yeah. has, no, the no, law- no, no, but I know the lawsuit's failure to pay. Well, no, the lawsuit's yeah. five different things. Failure to pay is just one of them. Yeah, you have, firing. You, you have you have a lot of a, a lot of different aspects to this, and I think it's very smart that they're delineating all five points, because yeah. not only mm-hmm. is it failure to pay, but it's also acting in bad faith, and that's a mm-hmm. reputation that's, that's a it. reputational harm to the company. If if it can be proven that Lucasfilm and by extension Disney acted in bad faith with regard to Karen McCarthy, that does harm yeah. to the reputation of both companies. Yeah, and then you've got yeah. three uh, three other points that were in there that had something to do. You know, some of it was was pay, some of it was contract stuff. But if uh, this this lawsuit is again as m- much as I want to see it goes discovery, it's going to get settled. Yeah, it, it'll, but they're it, they're going to get rid of Kennedy first. Figure out yeah. what kind of a mess they actually have on their hands. I think that's one of the reasons why they've got people in there from corporate doing the audit now. Yeah. And then they'll um, figure it out from there because they yeah. still got the Hulu thing coming up on January. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's here's uh, something I thought of um, because if you look at the lawsuit, she was Karen McCarthy was courted by both Apple and Lucasfilm. She chose the Lucasfilm thing. I would say she chose it. Kennedy discovered that there was no way in hell Chapek was ever going to okay that big of a budget or any budget for the show. He probably told her, look, you've got Andor, that's it. And then Indy 5 is done and then you're gone. I mean, I know that's what he said. That was the deal from what we know. And she actually had to be honest with herself and thought, they're not going to give me the green light, F them. She calls Headland and says, you're going to have to tell Karen we don't need her. Uh, Do whatever you have to. We're going to bring this in-house. I'll fund something myself to show them or like some insane loony thing. But if there's an email where Kennedy says fire McCarthy after they did not give 
the acolyte the green light and they thought they were going to, which is why they hired her in the first place. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. egregious firing. Yeah, that's that a is. smoking gun. Yeah. Yeah. And if if there is, it's like Iger hands McCarthy a five million dollar check, says, I'm sorry this happened. And they're friends, which I love. Didn't anybody realize those two knew each other? Well, except they don't have the five million. Yeah. I, I mean, mean real I mean, really this this Hulu thing is gonna mess them up quite a bit, which is why they're they're yeah. probably looking at how do how do we sell things? How, yeah. do, how do we well, sell off divisions? So if, they're, you know, they're going to they're going to do a fire sale. Yeah. Well, yeah, if the they, legal mindset was given off the opinions of the uh, uh, he was reading off the uh, uh, reading off the uh, uh, I, I'm not a legal guy, but I, he, I, I like paying attention to it. He was reading off the uh, the um, motions that were put forth for uh, dismissal. Uh, between the federal laws, uh, between the federal lawsuit and the uh, uh, and the state and the state uh, lawsuit thing, and those those were pretty interesting because what happens is they're going uh, Disney Disney was trying to uh, uh, do a uh, do a dismissal, basically saying that it's an in, uh, inappropriate venue for the state charges. But then what happens is that in federal court. <laughs> In federal court, uh, the, basically, they were basically doing the same thing that uh, that uh, or similar thing. They were saying that um, Disney doesn't have standing to cause a problem to uh, be complaining in the first place. So um, and categorically had listed the uh, four of the five, basically four of the five charges. Uh, basically, they won't have any standing for because the th- the the thing is that basically the state of Florida was per- simply performing its functions. Yeah. So the only one, so the, the the only one that there might be some kind of thing he was saying, um, I was the last one which basically involved kind of like the the whole you're just coming after us and no one else. Um, it you know. Uh, so see, except they're not but, because with yeah. the with the restructuring yeah. of the of the business districts, you know, everybody focuses on Reedy Creek, but Reedy Creek was not the only business district that was restructured as part of that new legislation. Reedy yeah. Creek's the more the more visible one, yeah. but I think and, uh, and I think Andrew was the saying there was, yeah, but yeah. I think there was uh, what Andrew was saying was something like there were like thirty or forty districts that were restructured this way. I mean, it might have been even a higher number than that. I can't remember, but yeah, you know, Reedy Creek was just one of them. And so if they yeah. sit there and say, "Well, you were just going after us," they can pull out this list and say, "No, we changed the structure on all of these. Here's the list." Right. And as far as the yeah. standing goes, you know, the, you got lawsuits going up against DeSantis personally when it's a le- a legislative decision. You know, the governor, the governor didn't have anything to do with crafting the law. He signs it, but it's not his to to create. You know, he's executive right. branch and, and, and the and, legislature is the one that that did it. So the, right. the suit a, is against uh, the wrong and, people. And as a uh, what do you, as a uh, what do you call it, elected member of the Florida as an elected member of the Florida government, uh, he's obligated to perform his function. Yep. Uh, yeah. And the thing and the thing is that um, similar, you know, he does have the ability to uh, perhaps he I'm not again, not Florida. I don't know Florida. I'm in Illinois, uh, but uh, they pro- he probably has a veto part powers being governor. And yes, yeah, he does. Elected, and yeah, 
and elected simply not to use it. He went with what the state. He went with what the legislated. What is it? Uh, elected legislator legislation. <laughs> Can never get that word right. Um, from the people voted on and wanted. Suppose yeah. you know yeah. if well, you, if you believe in the more or less purity of of the idea of how government's supposed to work. So, I, as someone who actually lived in Florida, um, they actually went about it the right way. Uh, when okay. what caused again, of course, what caused it was the freakout in California, not Florida, yeah. over the parental rights and education bill. Yeah, and. Um, Disney freaked out, blah, blah, blah. And all the while, you know, uh, DeSantis is, is going after him. They bring up Brady Creek. Now, when we lived there, and it was back in between 2007 and 2009, Rudy was at SOCOM in Tampa. Um, people talked about Reedy Creek. They said it wasn't fair because it was a different setup from everybody else. Right. And... You know, the fact that the Walt Disney Corporation was basically getting a freebie and making billions off this, and there was really nothing there. There's no city, nothing. Um, And Buena Vista's, like, what, seven trailers? Well, um, and and the the yeah. whole the whole premise of the district to start with that when it was started back in the '60s was that Walt Disney wanted to build this big city of tomorrow thing, and and that's never come to yeah. fruition. No, you know, you've got no. the budget resorts and 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 residential properties and and that sort of thing, and the amusement parks, but there's no city of tomorrow like was supposed to be in the original deal. Yeah, so, and and. Yeah. That, that that set people off. So this has been going for a while. This, bad, uh, bad, you know, this this bad Im- bad joke imagery for the day. Uh, just imagine Bob Bob Iger Bob Iger as uh, as uh, uh, as uh, Palpatine, and you have and you have all all the other people uh, from the um, from the woke community, as it were, in, in Disney going. Uh, go, you know, basically going, but what is it legal? <laughs> and yeah. and then Bob Iger kind of goes, "I will make it legal." <laughs> Sorry. So it, you know how those weird things pop in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason, I gotta leave. Yep. Because uh, uh, my husband is like pointing at the door. <laughs> so okay. I'm gonna. Uh, I I gotta rock. Um, and Cameron actually posted something on his Patreon that I think might be big. I'm not sure. Uh, you talking so, about you talking about the whole Kathleen Kennedy thing, or is this new just now? This is this is brand new. Brand new. It's brand right, new. Let me refresh yeah, and we'll okay. see. All right, we'll take a okay, look at that. Right. And okay. uh, I yep. see Doomcock. Nice to meet is, you too. Uh, or oh, he's got ESPN stuff coming in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks for calling in, Steph. Good to see you. Yeah, you're welcome. Good All to right. see you too. Bye, guys. Nice to meet you. Bye bye. All right, so we do have the line still open. Anybody else wants to jump in here? I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here pretty quick. But let's see. Uh, this is about the ESPN thing firing twenty on air commentators. Okay, so that's uh, that's the ESPN stuff. Hollywood Reporter. Um, so there's that. Uh, that's not that's not related to Kathy. So 
interesting stuff. Interesting times. We are we are living in right now, I guess. So, um, well, yeah. interesting for Disney, anyways. <laughs> Certainly is. Well, see, and and if if we can get to the end of all of this, <coughs> and we're we're able to reset the focus and the priority on what kind of stories are coming out of Hollywood, then all of the pain will have been worth it. But right now, I think we've probably got another two years of this mess before things really mm-hmm. shake out and, and settle into something where, where people can sit there and go, oh, yes, I can take my family to see this Disney movie again. So we'll see. By the way, speaking of which... Um, Disney is going to re-release a bunch of animated pictures uh, over the summer as part of their whole Disney 100 thing, uh, which <clears throat> we've been saying from the beginning. You just why why remake everything live action? Just re-release your your animated Pull pictures. Pull it out of the vault and show it again. And yeah. that's that looks like what they're going to do. So uh, so we'll have that in the pile for tomorrow's program. Um, you know, so you can you can tune in for that. But let me let me go ahead and throw that card up there. Good morning, multiverse. 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central. This is going to be uh, all of the week's headlines. Well, a lot of them. We're going to compile as much as we can. We're already stacked and loaded. So, uh, so that'll be going on tomorrow. Michael, thank you very much for calling in, sir. Thanks for noticing. All right. <laughs> okay, and thanks to everybody out there for. Uh, for your time and attention today, I do appreciate it as always. I uh, do want to invite you to join us on all the different social media platforms, wherever it is that you have accounts. Don't forget you Discord. Don't forget Discord. The Discord's there. The newsletter's there. Uh, Death Angel Shadow just put the link in the YouTube chat for the Discord, but it is in our show notes. Uh, all the different video platforms. Do join us on Kick if you're so inclined. We're just you know, we're testing the waters there, so see what happens there. All right, that's it for us today, folks. Thanks very much for being here. We will talk Indiana Jones Five uh, probably on H2O Tuesday. We'll see. Anyway, uh, in the meantime, okay. remember that the politicians hate you, the media lies to you, God has a plan for you, and there are four lights. This has been a presentation of SciFiForMe.com. Copyright 2023 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Sci-Fi For Me Radio. 